Welcome to Car Talk. It's me, Matty J, with Edward Bunting and Mr. David Prince has returned again. How are you, gentlemen? Returned oh, again. We, I am well. I feel especially honoured to be able to be asked to return again. Well, you must, I mean, you must have performed well last time, David. <laughs> From all well, accounts, <laughs> Mr. Prince, um, your show was quite. How am I going to? How am I going to phrase this? Uh, explored and, and you were you were a breath of knowledge and a breath of fresh air. So it's good, it's good to have you on again. It's very nice to be here. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed. Did you listen back to it? Did you did you have a listen? Or? I did actually. I did actually. Yes. He yes. put himself to sleep a couple of nights in a row. <laughs> yes. Very good way to to not off in those wee small hours. <laughs> it was uh, it was riveting listening. Uh, that's why he went to sleep. <laughs> for the, for the two. That's one way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> No, welcome back, David. Good to have you back again. Thank Thanks you. for coming on the show. Um, how are we both? Just under two weeks to go of this isolation, then we can go for a proper drive again. Oof. Well, well, you know, that's all a bit up in the air still, Dan, isn't it, Dan? We're not, not sure about right now. <laughs> Dan might, Dan might not let us drive in two weeks. It might be another few on top of that. Don't tell me that, Edward, because I've already, I've already planned to drive and I'm like, all right, I'm going here. And I, I'm, I won't I'm be planning going. anything. I won't <laughs> be planning anything. Just for 2020, just don't plan anything. My calendar's blank. Yours should be blank as well. <laughs> Where are you driving to, Maddie? Uh, I am driving to, I will tell you right now, I've actually um, got a, the road on my la- on my other laptop, my work on my work laptop, because that's how bored you've I even, am. You've even planned the road. This is I very, have. very so, exact. Um, I am going... On to uh, when I'm going into Woods Point Road in um, uh, I've heard of it. It's in uh, up in Reefton and you know from yep. Warburton or it's Warburton the Reefton. Warburton. Yep. And then it ends up in um, Marysville, I think, doesn't Marysville. it? Marysville. Yeah, correct. Yes. Yep. So, Beautiful uh, road. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come I'm gonna do that road and come back through um, through one of my favourite roads near near Hillsville, which I, which I won't say because it's a bit of a... It's a, bit oh, of a the, um, the undisclosed road that undisclosed you and Luca like to go on. Yes. Um, yeah, so, mad invite. Mad invite, thanks. Well, the invite's there, gentlemen. Uh, I, I haven't, <laughs> this is just my own planning of where I'm wanting, wanting to go. I haven't dis- discussed anything yet, but uh, if you guys are you guys are more than welcome to, to tag along. Well, we'll, we'll see what's allowed. Which car, though, are you going to take, Matthew? I'm going to take the F6 because I haven't driven it in a long time. Um, okay. And I, I think it'd be a nice time to get it out on the road and yes, give it a give it a good drive. Um, not yeah. the LTD, you know. You're not you're not going to give the LTD run out there on the those twisty roads. I drove the LTD today, Edward. Thank you very much. I drove. It, <laughs> I just <laughs> I drove because it's it's my mum's birthday today, so I drove out to go. Oh, Chesdek, Chesdek, oh, happy birthday, Sharon. Happy birthday, mum. Um, so birthday. She's like, um, uh, you know, for dinner, what would you guys like? I'm like, I got this, mum. I got this. It's an excuse just to go out. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we went and got some Thai. We had Thai for dinner. Um, Lovely. Lovely. So, got, so now the LTD stinks of Thai food in the velour. Oh. It's like absorbed all that Thai smell. Hard <laughs> to get out those smells when you've got an LTD. Sheeps can see cubs, Edward. Sheeps can see cubs. That's, that's what they're there for. Um, wow. They soak up everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So... The, the first owner of that car could have farted in that in, in December 89 and still lingering in that. <laughs> if, they, 
if they like if they got my Merck MBTEX, you know, and scientists put that in a lab and saw what was living on that MBTEX, there's probably nothing. It's probably sterile, like like mm. the germs that made it back in the day. You know, just oh, just no germs. Oh. The velua would have a lot of things living in it. Stories to tell. I'd oh, yeah. love to know what those stories are, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> I just just would just be I'd just be like, yeah, I'm just driving it and. But speaking yeah. of the old, speaking of the LTD, um, today actually I got a uh, got a message. Well, it, it was on, it's on Instagram. He liked some of my um, I won't say who it is because I don't don't want to um, embarrass the person. But he liked some of my photos of my LTD and stuff, and I just like, randomly out of the blue, then he messages me and says, "Hey Matt, I've been listening in just for, purely for your LTD stories." Um, pretty much. <laughs> um, he ended up he's got he got a. 88 DALT, one of the first ones. 88? 88. Like, it must have been a real late 88. Um, three wow. speed, three 3.9, exactly like mine, same color and everything. Yep. He got his yep. for 300 bucks, and he's like, you know, it's it's in pretty rough shape, but um, it's it's all there, so he just, you know, he's working away at it and, and putting it back on. But he's like, you know, it's just like, DLT is bringing love, mate. It's bringing love to the show. And, and, and you say to me, <laughs> You say it to me all the time, oh, this LTD, oh, it's bringing me listeners, mate. It's bringing me listeners. I'm seeing wow. a business opportunity after lockdown, actually. <laughs> yeah. LTD wedding hires are Mate. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, David, that was the, the exact same car as my mum's wedding car. Uh, uh, well, the, really? the DALTD back in 91. <laughs> so. When Sharon wants to renew her vows, you've got a pair of a bloody Perfect. Thing. Perfect. A pair of land yachts. Um, do we know this listener? We don't know this listener. Well, we got talking and he, he's like been to Imlux. He's bought some cars from Imlux and, and, and I'm like, mate, where's this guy been this whole time? It's not Ed Bunting, is it? Well, I, I thought it was Ed Bunting's, uh, I thought it was Ed Bunting's, uh, alter ego, but I'm like, Ford LTD. I don't it's it's that, like the Ford version of me, this is, guy. Mm. Well, uh, we'll have so, to chat further about this after. Yeah, you know so, what is so, it in Blacks at the moment? What? There's a Ford Corsair at oh. Inlax at the moment. Oh, yeah, the Corsair. That With was a 117,000 case on the plane. That was a rebadged Pintara. Oh, yeah. It certainly was, yes. Is and what colour was it, David? Have a guess. What colour were most Ford Corsairs? Blue. Burgundy or navy blue? Oh, no, you're both wrong. Metallic bronze. Oh, bronze. <laughs> is it a, With is it a lot of brown interior. Oh, yeah, gear. Is that a gear? Uh, no, it's a GL. Okay. It does have the gear wheels on it, but but it's a GL, so it's got the vinyl sides on the seats. I think fabric facing, yeah. um, but very tidy, clean old car with one hundred and seventeen thousand k's on the clock. Wow. Auto, auto. Yes, I'm sure it's yeah. auto. Still with an in, in date service sticker and everything, just just crying out to be saved. Is it a two-liter or the two-liter? Uh, two-liter. The GLs, I think, were all two-liter. Two yeah. Okay. So what pretty... was the top, the top of the line Corsair was a gear, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, there was a gear. I and remember. A TI and a TRX in the Pintaras. Mm. The yeah, Pintara, it was a, um, it wasn't known as a super hatch, the Pintara? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember going to a Nissan dealer with my dad back in, I reckon it would have been 1990, somewhere there, 89 or 90, maybe 91. Actually, I think yeah. it was 91. Yeah, anyway, I wanted him to buy a Nissan Maxima. 
And so I was campaigning hard for the TI Maxima with the sunroof and the keypad entry and the rear spoiler and the factory CD player, which would have been a clarion, I think, being at Nissan at the time. And um, Dad goes, and we sort of had a look at a Maxima, you know, out the back with the boss, the managing director was driving or something. But in the showroom, he was quite taken with this bright red Pintara TI super hatch that had... Oh, that, oh, that super hatch, oh. yeah, my dad had really taken the super hatch and I was like, no, it's very daggy, dad. And it, But it was a top of the line that had that crushed velour yeah. upholstery like the um, Skylines had at the time, you know, the TI. Yeah. It was all very loosey-goosey upholstery. Yeah, yeah, like a, like an old couch. Yeah, like wrinkly and puckered, you know, it was yeah. puckered. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't find the, the, the super hatch sold very well, I don't think. There's not a lot of those getting around. No, 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 no. And there's not a lot of Ford Corsairs getting around now. Even less, I think. Yeah. 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 Actually, we had a, um, I had a mate who was um, working at Ford at the time in the interior design department, and they called them Ford Corsairs. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they detested them. That, 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 one of, that was one of those model-sharing things that did not go well. <laughs> didn't like it. No. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly a, uh, a Laser 323 uh, so, no, no. That was a popular duo. This was a... That's right. As was the like, 626. 626, correct, yeah. The 323 and the Laser were kind of like, a, you know, Venus and Serena made like a popular athletic duo, whereas, you know, the Corsair and the Pintara like Patty and Selma from The Simpsons. <laughs> old and crusty. But you know what? I saw, I saw a really clean white TRX Pintara, and I'm like, that is a cool-looking car. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the um, right. for the full body kit, the, the I think that the, they the had alloys, yeah, matching alloys and um spoiler. Yeah, they had yeah. a spoiler. Yeah, they had like TRX on the on the side skirt on at the. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, this were they cool. were they all white or am I imagining that? Hmm. I can hmm. picture them in white, but I can't really picture them in another color. But I, I'm sure they did come in other colors. For um, a little forward, Nissan intended to do that because the the two hundred BSXs and things like that they only came in about three colours. I think red, white, and blue, yeah. and then the Bluebird TRXs were the same. I think silver, red, and white. I think they came. Yeah, silver, so, red, and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it could be that you know a limited offer offer yeah. colour range. There you go. How did we get onto that? What were we talking about for that? <laughs> Imlax. You were talking about the, to the other DALTD. So represent the DALTDs and, you know, that's, wow. that's, um, man, I never thought I'd, uh, my DALTD would give me so much happiness flags on, on the bonnet you know, driving into a, into cars and coffee. Now you could take a wagon and graft the, the fair lane for an LTD front onto it. There's a person that's done that recently. Can you yeah, do that? That is a thing. I think, I think it's the same. Um, body sh- shell basically, so yeah, yeah. The, the all the front structure just bolts on. When you say graft, is it is it just bolt on? Bolt on, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Wow, so you could create an LTD wagon, which is known as a hearse, basically. That's a hearse. That's, right. <laughs> That's probably how they made the hearses, actually. Yeah, well, what an easy way to make a hearse. There's this guy online that's got. He's just recently done that. He's he's um got an LTD front end. And he's he's somehow grafted the LTD rear guard, you know, the, the full garnish that they've got, the square mm. garnish, but he's made it fit into the back tailgate, and it actually looks pretty much factory. It actually, it actually looks quite quite clever. So I'm like, I don't, 
I can see what he's done there. That does, doesn't look too bad. So, um, wow. Has your friend, your new LTD twin friend, has he been to... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad, mad. Um, has he been to... I haven't seen him on the podcast yet, but it's only a matter of time. Um, see, no, in all seriousness, can you get him on? That would be fascinating to get inside this guy's head. Why? I just love it. Just because he'll be as sick and twisted as I am with way on. Yeah. Um, has he been to Cars and Coffee before? Not too sure. Um, I'd have to ask him. Um, but basically, he he actually asked me. He's like, "Oh, I'd love to see the photos of the of the flags in the car." So I sent him. I sent him the one parked at the front of uh, of Carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of you going like this <laughs> next to the car. Uh, so. Yeah, it's really. I should have been in the back with a double-breasted suit like Paul Keating from the nineties. I should have been wearing that that era of outfit. You know, would have been good. I should have my like my driver's cap on and driver's gloves and just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You need to get a haircut, Matty. Oh, it's out of control. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, look, I've got a fro. It's an actual fro yeah. happening. It's full fro. Brilliant. We're just jealous. Yeah, yeah, run with it. Run with it. Mm. I'll cut some off and you, you can talk super cool. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <it's> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do we have to talk about? What else? Car updates. I know there's probably not a lot, but you know, if you've done anything recently, you, Ed, you told me you got bogged on the Tarago. I Don't... got bogged on the back lawn. Yep. Yeah, the back grass is real mushy, and it surprised me because I only just sort of put the rear wheels on it slightly and spin, 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 going nowhere. And, um, yeah, I'm generally pretty good at getting cars out of boggy situations and I was failing miserably. So <laughs> I had to tow it out with the Pajero winch, which was fun. Um, so I did a bit of full driving all from the, uh, the, the backyard. Lucky you had a Pajero. Lucky I had one on hand with a winch. One you yeah. prepared earlier. One I prepared earlier. And it was, well, I've, I've tested the winch as in in the garage to make sure it winds in and out. But this was the first time I'd actually winched anything with the winch. So that was good. And, uh, yeah, at least I know it's a remarkable recovery vehicle, really. Oh. I was glad to hear that it was out and actually on being enjoyed. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, being used for essential purposes, obviously. At the Sarago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I went. To I hadn't heard, you, hadn't heard it was on the road for for a little while. Oh no, I heard it. You know, it's um, I've taken it twice to the shop to just buy supplies. That's all. Okay. I've, okay. In the last month, so it's been out twice. Um, just to go to the shop. Yeah, but you know, I mean, when you've got the choice of driving the Pajero or the Tarago, well, normally I might take the Tarago if it's there. No, no decision to be made. No, but um, you know, it's yeah, that's all I've got to play with. It's sort of my only toy car. You know where mm. I am. So. You're spoiled, you're spoiled All the choice. others that elsewhere. Spoiled choice, mate. It's the gift that keeps on giving. That car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's my car update. What else? Yeah, I don't think anything else. No. Status quo. Mr. Prince, on your uh, end. I've been uh, uh, my COVID. One of my COVID projects was redoing my garage, oh. and. Uh, it uh, was in 100,000 pieces, but it's looking a 1,000 times better uh, now. So I've moved cars in and out of the garage quite a bit because I don't like leaving them <laughs> out if I don't have to. So I had to make sure it was uh, whatever I was doing was, was done by the end of the day. Um, had another little project that we've, um, we picked up well, late last year was an 86 Civic 
hatch, but a Grand Prix edition. Mm. Um, which have is, you seen that car, Maddie? Have you seen I've seen that? pictures. It's white. Yes. yes. Yeah, they're all white. All white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all white. Uh, I think they're either 300 or 500. I can't remember, but it picked up. They basically rated the parts bit on, on a base model Civic, so it didn't even have a taco, but it, it had alloy wheels and it had a little body kit on it. Had the um, had a center console and um, limited edition badging. You know, limited the, the, edition what, badging and what number Grand Prix edition along the along the side. So um, we picked that up in Canberra uh, late late last year. Um, with uh, 165,000 K, uh, original owner, car arrived in Melbourne, the hardest 165,000 Ks I've ever seen on a car. Yeah. Um, but it's coming coming good. And actually yesterday, um, my son and I replaced the roof lining in it um, in quite an unconventional way from the point of view that uh, it's it's got a like a hard shell vinyl um, uh, roof lining. Um, so the idea is to you pull all the plastic trims down from around the side and drop it down and undo around the uh, interior light and the sun visors and then slides out the back and you strip it all back. But um, all the interior trims are just so fragile and, 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 and easily broken that we didn't, I didn't want to risk that. And I'd seen a fellow that I do some work for a few months ago doing one in the car. So I thought, well, that looks pretty easy. It took us about 45 minutes and it was done. Brilliant job. How did you... Did you cut the cloth to shape sort of thing? How did that we, work? I, I roughed out the, the dimensions. It was basically close to 1.5 metres wide by 1.8 metres long. Yeah. Uh, just talking a three-door hatch, so it's not a huge roof. But it was <clears throat> it was really knocked around, had a lot, lots of cuts and slits and, and marks where they'd push something in that was too big and, you know, um, yeah. made it really ragged and tatty looking. Uh, so we, I basically heated it up and flattened that all out as best I could um, and then started in the middle, started at the, at the interior light, sort of yes. positioned the, the fabric um, and marked that and then started from there. So we basically just used a very strong spray adhesive uh, on the roof lining itself and then started in the middle and then just sort of went out, um, did the front half of the car and then um, and then finally when it was all in place pretty much, you, you we cut about leading an inch, or oh, that shows how old I'm, two and a half centimetres sort of around the around yeah. the plastic trim, just snipped that and then just used a plastic tool uh, to push it in, um, put wow. the sunrise back in the lights. looks amazing. Transforms the interior of the car. So It's funny because uh, you, you sort of, because you're not looking at a roof lining, obviously, when you're driving or sitting in the car, really. Um, yeah. You sort of think, oh, doesn't really matter, but when you sent me the photo of it, I was like, "Wow, that does matter." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just yeah, transforms it, and it you know makes it commensurate with the case it's actually done, not the fact that it's been abused yeah. throughout its life. Yeah. But, uh, do you interesting little project sagging down? You know, due to that adhesive, do you see it kind of? Um, well, it's a slightly different roof. The, the main problem with when they sag down is when they are a, a, a fabric roof liner and the foam actually deteriorates over time and with the sort of heat coming through the metal of the roof, it breaks the foam down. So you end up with foam still on the backboard, but the, the piece of foam between the fabric itself and the backboard is what that's, dissolves. Yeah, that's and that's what, what makes yeah. them drop down. Well, it's um, not necessarily the glue, it's the foam. No, that the foam it. that breaks up. So when yeah. they actually you take those roof linings out, they pull the fabric off. So Is this boring, Matty? Sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, Matty. No, no, no. 
but they pull the pull the fabric off and then they've got to scrape all the all the gluey mess off the backboard and then put new glue down and then and then the the, the fabric on again and it's much easier out of the car obviously but yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to run the risk of breaking all these plastic clips and ending up with squeaks and rattles and stuff the the reason why I think this will be okay is because the the, the roof lining in the Civic that was damaged was actually vinyl already so it was mm. a really thin type of vinyl it wasn't a fabric so the glue was actually going on to a sort of stable surface, yes. stable surface rather than sort of a, a foamy breaking down sort of horrible thing. But uh, uh, done nice. And that wouldn't have cost a lot to buy that fabric either. No, the fabric was 50 bucks, 25 bucks a metre or something, two metres covered. Wow. Yeah, nice, nice little afternoon's job. Yeah. Excellent. Is there anything more to do on that car? Um couple yeah a couple more things it's getting very close though it, it yeah. um i want to paint like inside the wheel arches that you know over time they look a bit chippy and the sort of black underbody stuff's come off in a couple of places so i'll just tidy that up um yeah. it's got a new muffler on it but it's the wrong you know an aftermarket one which doesn't sort of look right with the body kit so oh, yeah. um, i think we just got another one tucked away somewhere with the the, the, yeah. the correct sort of little twin pipes on it so yeah, yeah. um a few and a couple of more dints to take out there's that uh we actually bought one of those dint removing kits so we'll come back next week and tell you, <laughs> tell you <how> <laughs> that with the, the slide hammer and the and the plastic lugs that you glue on and then use to pull the dents out so i know it's, it's had new seats in it too hasn't it i mean yeah it, yeah there was a, a, another a base because it had blue in, has a blue interior. All the eighties sort of um, third gen yeah. Civic Civics had blue or grey interior, but this one's got blue. Um, and yeah, there was one at uh, Honda World, I think it is in Clayton, yeah. Yeah, Sutton Road in Clayton, and they had a really clean original little three door um, with the right seats. So we got the whole trim out of that. The whole um, front and rear seats, I think, were makes such a difference. Uh, like, Matt, if, afterwards, Matt, get David to send you some some yeah. text you some shots of this interior. You won't believe the difference. It was it looked like it had dogs living in it. I think that was my oh, comment. It was appalling, story. absolutely like, appalling. Like your brother's German Shepherd, he's just got Matt. It looked like that was <laughs> living in this car for like a year. You know, just violent. Interestingly, the I didn't see photos of the interior before it arrived. What surprised me though was that you know they hadn't actually even thought to vacuum it or you know anything like that it was just doesn't seem like it was that kind of an owner a vacuumy kind no. of an owner no. No, never seen a vacuum in its life i don't think <laughs> all wow. the stickers from his apples were all down the side of the instruments oh my know. god <laughs> like god, this was pre-covid had we had we had i got it in the middle of the of an epidemic i would have Oh no! You wouldn't touch it, would you? You have to, you have to dip it in Dettol the whole car. Yeah, get get the Glen Twenty out and just spray everything. Yeah. Right, fifteen <laughs> cans of Glen Twenty later, I might yeah. open the door. <laughs> Far out. Well, I'm interested that you say that because, like, my brother's EF XR8. He needs to get the roof lining done as well. Um, yeah. So. That's a fabric one. It's not like a vinyl roof. So that's right. Yeah. Uh, and I see how people do it. They um, lower the trims or, or, or take out all the trims and then they take them out out the back door essentially um, yeah so, yeah I think it actually I think it's I think usually they come out the front door I think don't they I think okay. the front door openings are larger okay. so usually where the trimmers get them through 
yep. if it's a sedan. Obviously, if it's a wagon, it just drops down and comes out the back. But yeah, yeah. Um, the Honda Jazz, you could take it out the front or the back because the doors open ninety degrees. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <yeah. laughs> just a top tip for your listeners. Top tip. <laughs> top tip. There we go. That's a demographic thing. I don't know that we many listeners drive Honda Jazzes, but anyway. Well, I I'm a listener and I had a Jazz. Not for long. <laughs> a good car. Yeah, brilliant car. Brilliant car. Yeah, that, anyway, Honda is a good car. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's got to do that. And apart from that, that car's mint. So uh, he's like, I'll, I'll well, get around. Worth doing because it really does make a huge difference. Oh yeah. Um, uh, it's also a roadworthy item. Like if he wanted really? to get a roadworthy for it, it wouldn't get past a roadworthy. Um, if it was a tiny bit saggy, it's alright. But if it's if it's yeah, yeah. They start, they start yeah. going. I've seen plenty of them go around the front windscreen and the rear windscreen. Yeah. And, and I've got a couple of little techniques I can I can tidy them up in the car, just if they're sort of just starting to come away. But once they start going in the middle, yeah. you know, further back towards the interior light in any direction, you're just not going to be able to get any glue in there to yeah. make anything last. Yeah. Uh, but the those thing with are... one of those is too is that that you know there are plenty of the wreckers, so you can go and get the parts if you break them, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, those plastic yeah. things, but. The Fords, um, what was that Ford you tidied for me, David? Was it, oh, was it a BA that did it? Um, that my, was a Fairlane, the Silver Fairlane, wasn't it? It was a Silver... Brothers car. Yeah, that one, the Tobin Brothers car, yeah. That was yeah. Um, Fairlane. But no, my friend's mum had a normal Falcon, like an XT BA six-cylinder. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's that was right. the same. That was going yeah. at the front and the yep. back, and you just yes. needed tidying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got, yeah, you can use like a self-adhesive felt tape and, and that will that will adhere to the front of the, the bit that's peeling off and then you can sort of push it up and under the the, the, the uh, sunroof backboard, not the sunroof, the roof lining backboard itself. Yeah. And that nice. seems to work okay. There I know, you go. Some tips. I know uh, well, before I bought my Typhoon, the guy got my, my roof lining done because it started to peel and he was very pedantic about it. So he's like, so I'll just get it done. And yep. the guy, when he did it, he, because with the Ford stuff, they they just they just like put right to the edge. That he actually put the extra fabric all the way, uh, all Around. the way behind. Yeah, yep. so, so it it lasts a bit longer. They don't peel from there anymore. And that's part of the problem of why they start going because mm-hmm. yeah, there's no sort of extra sort of around uh, and glued onto the back. It's, I mean, that's a cost cutting thing. I mean, when they're building, you know, a hundred thousand cars, if they can save, you know. <laughs> five, six centimetres of fabric on each roof lining, that's, you know, probably a thousand cars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, um, but yeah, oh, it's quite, it's quite, it's not an expensive repair considering the, the labour involved really. Yeah. Usually looking between three, four hundred dollars to get, get a roof lining done yeah. professionally. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a messy job with all that foam stuff that's all got to be scraped off and it's all gooey and sticky and horrible. So yeah. it's not the most pleasant of jobs, but uh, but doable. What else, Matthew? Um, no, not, no, no card dates for me, actually. I was just trying to think if I've done anything to my cards this weekend. I just haven't. I've been marking year 12 folios, which is fun. Um, so, so that's been my, uh, my week. I went to, actually, I went to start the Forester today. Um, the battery's dead in it again. So I'm, I've charged it, but I, it, it's just, it's an old battery now. So I think I'll just get another one. Gone. Post COVID. Sometimes um, they're just too far gone. Yeah. Too far gone. 
So and I had a look in the date and the battery's quite old in it. So um, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's, probably, it's probably due anyway. Um, so I'll do that once we're out of isolation, stage four isolation that is. Um, yeah. Go down to super cheap and say, hey guys, give me my discount. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a, get a cheap battery and pop that in it. Um, so I'll do that once it's, once it's all over. Um, my steering wheel is en route from Japan. The one that I ordered for the, uh, for the Have you heard about this, David? The special no. steering wheel. Nice. So, Can you tell me what's special about it? It's a uh, handmade by a Japanese man in in a factory. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's a uh, it, it's it's made it's made in Japan. So it's like a handmade smaller um, steering wheel by a company called Dam D A M D, and they they make steering wheels for like you know, um, like sports steering wheels for. Subarus and a few other companies, I think. Okay. And, um, so I had my eye on it. It's got a, it's got blue stitching to match the um to match the gear gator and the and the gear knob and and you can customize them however you want how you want to do it. But it's it's a smaller wheel with a flat bottom and um you know like and it's like a nicer grip. So I thought I'd uh, get one of those and that's it's been made. It's en route. Hopefully it should be here within before the end of the month. So how um how how does that work with an airbag? Oh, it uses the existing airbag. It just it just re, it just replaces the, the steering wheel frame, and you use your existing airbag and pop it on. No, just plug and play with the airbag, easy. Yeah. Yeah. And who does it? Like, can you do that, yeah. or does someone have to do that? No, I can do it. I've, I've replaced steering wheels before, so you just got to make sure that the uh, battery's off and all all the electricity's out of the car. So holding mm-hmm. your foot on the brake, otherwise, in your face. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd be very nervous doing that. Yeah, it's not a it's not a it's not the most fun thing um, to because like it's something that you do worry about. But you got, again, you provided there's no you know electricity in the car, you're not going to be able to get power to it. So you're not going to mm. make it go pop. Um, so I yeah. I had a, a Jack in the Box as a kid. You know, one of those winding. Yeah, and that used to always shock me, even though I knew it was coming. I just I picture an airbag doing the same thing, just going bang. Well, um, put it this way: the airbags were replaced underneath, uh, under the um, the Carter airbag thing. So at least if they do go off, I'm not going to get shrapnel in my head and die. Um, I'll best probably just. Case I'll, 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 yeah, best case scenario, yeah, exactly right. Um, so, so I will, you know, I, I, I guess I won't die die from it from that, but. But yeah, um, all you have to do essentially is just replace the back part of the steering wheel. So like it comes, it's like the, the plastic casing and you put your yeah. control, cruise control and, and um, stereo buttons on, onto the new wheel and put and pop it on, put the airbag on and then you're done. done. So, wow. Brilliant. Yeah. Actually, I think I've seen that um, that brand of stuff at Autobucks in Japan. The Autobucks yeah. um, stock a lot of stuff there. Um, yeah. And they do everything from you know customized cup holders and things like that all the way up to um, yeah you know, proper mods like that. But um, yeah. there's a whole range of stuff from not very for not very much money sort of thing right the way up. So would they do stuff for my MX5 like an NA MX5? Oh my lordy, yes, I would say so. Yeah. They probably would. Let me have a look. Um, I'm go on the website after and have a have a sniff. I can have a I can have a gander for you. I'll um I'll send you the link after um after, yeah send it, send it through yeah after the show, but yeah um they've got a, they've got a lot of options there and 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 the, and they sell a lot of things there. But 
so yeah, I've just got a confirmation that it has been made and it's en route and I'm excited. Mm, I want to see a photo of this. It sounds good. So tonight's topic, gentlemen, is favorite cars from movies. Now, we've talked about our favorite um, you know, uh, car movies before and, and, and we've touched on this topic, but um, I'm, I'm revisiting it because there, there has been a few more movies come out and, and during COVID, we've been able to watch more movies and, and shows and stuff and got me thinking, I'm like, you know what, there's a few more that a bit of, a bit of underdone heroes of, of some movies that we haven't really mentioned on, on some of these on, on, on the podcast before. So it, it's a, you know, for me and for a lot of people, cars and like movies can become like their own character. And I think that's what a lot of people, uh, a lot of people really can relate to. They'll be like, oh yeah, I, I don't remember that person, but I remember the car that person drove. And the same thing with like, <laughs> with, um, with, with, with real life, like I've got, people that I've met and I'm like, oh, I can't remember their name, but I, I remember the exact car, year, color. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I just thought that, uh, I thought that they really David and I are very, very similar in that regard. <laughs> um, I, I would do that as a kid. You know, mum would say, oh, you know, so-and-so, and I'd be five years old. I'd say, oh, the ones with the blue Datsun or something. And yeah, I just, or no, sometimes she'd say yes, and sometimes she'd be like, I don't know. But sure <laughs> enough, they, they were the ones with the blue Datsun. So it was... Yeah. I remembered everyone by the car that they had, definitely. It's like a superpower, right? I, 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 that's how I see it, you know. Yeah, you can't teach it. You, you know, it's just innate. No, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's like Don't when you're you... arriving at someone's place and, um, and and I'll say, oh, so-and-so's here and so-and-so's here and, oh, so-and-so's here too. And and Kath will like, say, oh, is that so-and-so's car? No, that's not theirs. That's GL. They've got a Kia, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew it wasn't them, yeah. yeah. But, and the same thing when I worked in in sales, uh, automotive sales with clients, like you get clients coming back in after four years, you know, they might've bought a car off me and they, and they'd come back in. Oh, hi, Ed, how are you? You know, you remember it. And I'm thinking, Oh God, you look sort of familiar. But as soon as I would, re they'd recount, I oh, remember we traded the blah. Oh, and I'm, oh, yep. Got it. You know, yes. silver, black sunroof ding in the rear bar, 42,000 K. Yep. I know it. You know, like it's all, linked, it's all linked to what they traded in or what they bought, you know, not them as a person. You'd be scrambling to the computer to enter the rego and then, yeah, oh, Ron exactly Wilson, right. to you again. Yeah. And then it would all come flooding back to me and I'd know exactly who I was dealing with. Yeah. 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 Gentlemen, not uh, all heroes wear capes, okay? So this is, this is exactly our superpower. <laughs> Very true. We should work in like police forensics, you know, oh, like. No, I've often like, thought that. Automotive police forensics. It'll be the um. It'll be in the in the criminal justice system. Motor theft and um and uh, armed robberies with 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 cars uh, are considered extremely heinous. Uh, there's, a, there's a special uh, there's a special, special team, uh, team special called team. The, called the car investigation unit. These are their yeah. stories. <laughs> These are their stories. Yeah. And 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 no, David no. would be like my cousin Vinny, you know, like uh, Marissa Tomei in My Cousin Vinny, where she's like, if that, those skid marks couldn't possibly be left by the 69 Blue Squylock because it didn't have a limited slip differential. You know, like, <laughs> David would be the version of that, just going, well, of course, uh, that had the standard GL hubcap, not the optional GLX LO wheel, and therefore it was not the car. <laughs> well, Manny probably hasn't heard this story, but um, last year I had a call from the um, police, um, because my number's linked somewhere on the net to, to the Honda Car Club, and they were looking for a specific model Honda for a reenactment of a crime. And um, because the victim of the crime had a white 1980 Honda Accord hatch, 
and they said, do you have any in the club? We want to do this reenactment of the crime. Um, And we did. Um, We've got a couple, and I spoke to a couple of people about it, and one of them is owned by um, a more mature lady in in the club. Um, uh, Ed knows who I'm talking about. And um, uh, after a bit of discussion of what was going on, um, she she thought it was very worthwhile to be involved. And um, as a result, they got the guy. Really? No way. As a result of the reenactment, they got the guy, and got, and and the case was was settled. Case was closed. Closed. Yeah. Yep. Wait. So can you uh, can you inform more information on this, Mr. Prince, or is it the bits tight-lipped? No, no, no. It was it was it was only it was probably oh it would have been before Christmas last year. What did what was, was the a, crime? What it did was they a do? historical case? A girl had been abducted and assaulted um, by a couple of guys in Windsor. And she'd been getting out of her car or getting into a car or something. Um, and the thing, the reenactment was on the news. And like, you know, police today issued a reward for, you know, this crime. And, and they showed the reenactment. And I could, you could see the Honda Car Club sticker on the back window of the car. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> no one else would have noticed that. that that's just something I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Um, but yeah, and um, it turned out it was one of the Russell Street bombers. <gasps> so they already had the guy theoretically, but he never, you know, never confessed to this crime. But but it was there was some guy that had seen it happen. It was actually in the street that night and had never come forward. And um, yeah, and it was so, and it also led to him being convicted for another one out in Croydon or Ringwood that within the same week. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's and the, the owner of the car was beside herself with joy. You know, she just felt that she'd actually, you know, she was so happy that uh, that it was that it had been solved, and it, as every as the police were too. But that's phenomenal that someone comes forward after that length of after that. It was like it was like eighty five. The car wasn't that old. It was from eighty five or, or eighty six or something like that. But, but the did, whole did reenactment person... was done at night, and you know when it happened yeah. to replicate. Did the person that. who came forward? Um, did they just not remember and that triggered their memory or did they... I don't know the specifics, specifics of that, but there was something that they'd thought, oh, yeah, how would you know that you were, you were there in that, on that night sort of thing? You'd remember. Yeah. They must have had some recollection of it, whether they didn't come forward at the time or, or what, and whether the time had elapsed or whatever and they felt that they could. I don't know. I mean, that's the whole thing. That, and that's why... In these cold case things the other day, that another one actually came up on the news the other night, a reenactment thing um, from 1980, and I actually knew the knew the guy that was actually killed in that one. Um, I went to school with him, but um, they said um, one of the things the police were saying that over over time, you know, relationships change, and and you know, people who who were keeping a, a secret, you know, for someone else, you know, after time find that they don't feel they need to keep that secret or, or whatever. So right, right. that's why they, they redo these, you know, reenactments and, and sort of um, spark fresh That's right. The woodwork. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Was the woman killed in the first in the first story? No. No, but sadly she had passed away in the last twelve or eighteen months. Oh. But there was still enough you know, there was enough of a about the crime that that they wanted to actually you know bring it to bring it to conclusion and and, and actually get the guys that did it which they did so wow yeah that is so, uh, D- detective prince um <laughs> well it wasn't anything to do with me i just saw but it was one of the more interesting one of the more interesting club based discussions i've had in a long time <laughs> definitely we had um uh when i again worked in sales at bmw we had a 
policemen come in and want to chat to people who'd been around a while, you know, rather than work there sort of 10 minutes. And so he ended up at, at my desk and with a colleague of mine, and he had a, a very blurry CCTV image of a car. And he's like, can you tell me what car you think this is? Oh, Ed. And yeah, you, you do it too. a bit of us. And we were like, it was very blurry. So it wasn't easy. It could have been an Accord Euro, but then I said, no, it's got Chrome around the windows that says it's a non M sport, you know, BMW. I think it's a three series E46. Um, and there was something else on it that made me think it was a, a six cylinder, not a, not a base three one eight I version, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and so, yeah, basically he said, yeah, that's what I think it is. And then he showed us a, a photo of a car that they thought was it. And, um, and we were like, well, yeah, that fits, you know, BMW yeah. 46 sort of thing. So, yeah, so uh, there's obviously, there's obviously definitely given the number of cars that are involved in crimes, there's definitely a, a calling for that kind of detail sometimes. Well, and you, you see it when you see it in the paper or you see, police are looking for such and such and you look at the photo or the grainy image they've got, you think that's not a such and such at all. You know, that's a, you know, something no, no. Else, you know. Well, we got uh, one, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but back in, um, when I worked at Polk years ago, we, who do automotive sort of data and, um, you know, price and spec data, we got sent an image from the West Australian police. Again, CCTV, very grainy. Um, but the car was braking at the time. You could see the brake lights were on. And my boss said, oh, what do you think that is? It oh, could be an EA Falcon, could be a, you know, he was he was really not sure. And I just looked at it and said, no, the, the rear C-pillar is far too sharp to be a, an EA. Um, it had a high mount rear brake lamp in the middle, which said it was post-November 89 when that yeah, became yeah. the Australian Design Rule. It had four um, round, you know, um, beams of light coming off the taillights, which... I said, there's only yeah. one car that's got a sharp yeah. rear pillar like Skyline. that and four round lights. Exactly right, David, Skyline. Um, so I said, I think you're looking for an update post-89 November Skyline sedan in grey, you know. And he yeah. was he just stood there while I said it and he's like, oh, I think you're right. <laughs> just like I said, tell that to the WA police. I never heard what came of it or, you know, anything. Yeah. But it's... Um, you know, it's just those details, those stupid little details that we remember, I suppose. It's so, a superpower. <laughs> I think we're going to start as a, as Law and Order CIU uh, Car Investigation Unit. Yeah, uh, CIU. This is a CIU. Hey, maybe the three of us, maybe we could be like the um, the Ghostbusters, you know, and and uh, we could like form a little business in a warehouse where people bring, bring us car images all the time. <laughs> That'll be fun. Did I mention to you guys a few weeks ago we had the cops come to my house? Uh, no. no. No, so so they, <laughs> they um, we get a knock at the door and um, the cops are there and, and my dad's like, yeah. They're like, we notice you've got cameras at the front of your house. Can we um, <clears throat> can, can we see some footage? And I was like, sure. So he invites him in and then he wakes me up. He's like, he's like, Matt, get up. I'm like, what? He's like, cops are here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, what have, what have, I'm like, what have I done? Rambling out the window. No, no, no. <laughs> like, get the cakes, get the biscuits, get out the good biscuits. The cops are here. <laughs> get the ice, Bobo. Get it all out. Get yeah, everything out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I get up and I uh, put, put my contacts in, and, and he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, the two, the two constables are here, wanting to uh, look at some footage. 
Um, and what, what had happened was, you know, posties, how they get out of the truck to, to drop off a parcel. Um, yeah. Australian post, postie, he, he, he legit just hopped out of his van, went to put it, went to just knock on the door, but someone jumped in his van and took it. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> so, right out the front of your house. No, well, that's what we thought. We like, were looking and then um, it turned out it was it was just a bit further down. You know uh, where they connect? It was like right there. So it was just, just like, uh, like a, a... Oh, just out of range. Just sort out, of out of range. Uh. Um, and when the cop told us that, that I was I pissed myself. And then I, but then I felt bad because I, I saw how stressed out the, the, poor, the poor driver was. He was just sitting there just like... Like pretty much in the fetal position, rocking yeah, back. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I've like lost everyone's passes. I've lost my job. Oh, no. So maybe the person who jumped in just wanted to keep delivering the parcels because they were bored. <laughs> you know, they they just wanted to go for a, a drive and do something. But see, that could have been a job for. Du, 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 CIU, CIU, CIU. <laughs> uh, we gotta have the um, the law and order. Hang on, here we go. Here's, put this out to the listeners. You know, if anyone has a car in an image or whatever that they need identified. Um, send it in to Matt. You know, maybe send Matt a message through the web Facebook page or whatever. Send it in and, um, and we'll identify it. See, The Hurricane. Uh, have you guys ever seen the movie The Hurricane? About the, about the I, th- I thought you were talking about the Holden Hurricane that was a very <laughs> uh, limited model by Holden. Very orange. Yeah, well, it's it's a it's a movie called The Hurricane. It's better. It's better. Famous boxer. Um, in, yeah, yeah. In America, but he got he got convicted for a crime he didn't commit, and one of the reasons that he got off like thirty something years later is because people went and researched what the actual car was. The taillights were different. We would have mm. got that. That would have been a job for us. The devil's in the detail. CIU. CIU. So <laughs> we would we would have saved the uh, the old hurricane. Um, uh, Mr. Carter from uh, having his lengthy sentence. I think I have seen that film, you know. I think I have. Denzel Washington. in the hurricane. That's what the song's about. There's a song about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's about, actually, that song. There was once someone gave me a photo, like we used to do this at work for a game, and they gave me the photo of, it was an SUV, but the front corner of the windscreen, that's all you could see. Like it was, it could have been a million different SUVs back in the time. I said, you know what, SUV, I can tell it's SUV, but I don't know what sort it is. And I, and I said, I think it's a Volkswagen Touareg. And they were like, how the hell did you get that? <laughs> I said, well, you can see the service sticker just on the inside corner of the windscreen and it's round. And Volkswagen are the only ones that use round service stickers at the time. And, um, uh, from a Volkswagen deal sort of thing, and they're like, "Oh my God, you're you're off the top. <laughs> <laughs> you're a freak. You're not human." <laughs> okay, Matt. Movie cars. Movie cars. Movie cars. Movie cars. Movie cars. Movie cars. So again, bringing this topic up because it's you know uh, there is some unsung heroes, and you know I think an unsung hero from um from from one of my long favorite running uh, running movies is the National Lampoons. Uh, with the family truckster, oh, beautiful. Um, That's, what a car! What is, a car! I've actually got a, I've actually got a, a one eighteen scale of it with the um. Uh, Have you got the family truckster? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's great. And it's, it's, it's even got, yeah, it's even got on the roof. It's even got um, Aunt um, uh, Aunt Edna on the roof. Aunt Edna on the roof in the, in the car. <laughs> Wonderful! <It's> fantastic! <laughs> I've um, never seen this car of yours. 
remind me after the show and um and I'll I'll bring it out. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, bring it out. Bring it out. Uh, Does it have the, the dog leash on the rear bumper bar? <laughs> oh, I probably, gonna, I probably should check that actually. Because remember when Clark, you know, yeah, the dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. poor little mutt, probably tried to keep up for a few miles or so. <laughs> <laughs> so he kills our Ned now, kills the dog. Uh, you, know, you know what car that was, though, Edward? What it was uh, actually. I don't even know. It it was it was quite specifically muddied so that it would quite yeah. generically <laughs> not something that. Anyone could sue for, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Was it, it, actually, it was actually no, it was actually a Ford LTD, believe it or not, uh, oh, an American an American LTD. American LTD yeah. wagon. Wagon, yeah. yeah. But what they'd modified it and. Oh yeah, yeah. It it, it looked it looked it. stupid, but it was hilarious, and I loved it. And, you, and uh, you know who the car salesman was at the car yard when he went to buy it? That was Eugene Levy. You know, the oh, famous oh, actor. Yeah, that was Levy, and so he's like, "I want my Antarctic Blue Sport Wagon. Where's my Antarctic Blue Sport? Well, you can have the Sport Wagon if you like, but uh, what you really want is the Truckster, you know?" And, he, and then he wheels around the Truckster, and then the old he's like, just give me, you know what? Just give me my old car back. And then the old car gets crushed, and it's Mr. Griswold's old car back. Come on, Jimmy, you know, and it comes around, and it's like a tin can. It's a cube. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a cube, exactly right. But I always thought the truck start because they it it <laughs> it went through that much shit. It got jumped. It got it got flown. Oh, it, it lost all its hubcaps. Um, it was just like it was such an integral part of that movie. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's and, and and not many people realize how much of an integral part of that movie that was. So for me, the family trucks it has to be up there because it's just it's that's just. So I like it. Uh, what what about you, gentlemen? Uh, what comes to mind when we when we're discussing uh, cars from movies? I think of Herbie the Love Bug. Oh. Um, straight off, you know, as a kid, I don't, you know, I think all kids have a bit of a thing for Herbie. Um, and certainly still a lot of the fire station for because of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> there's still oh, um downstairs, brilliant. <laughs> oh, so good. And uh, and and Herbie, there's a lot of replicas getting around of Herbie too. Yeah. And um, some are really good, and some of them you think. Yeah. Some of them are a bit naff, but some of them are on the money replica. OFP657. That's right. Exactly right. I've already seen a Herbie replica where the actual. They made the, the front bumper bar like move in the eye, in the, in the, um, and the, the headlights turn. So, so like it'd, it'd like have facial responses like the actual Herbie. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's, I saw that not long ago come up on. Um, Facebook, Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, or that's what I saw. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's yeah. amazing. Next level, next level yeah. Herbie. Um, but that's a, that's a pretty cliche sort of well-known one. But would I buy a Herbie replica that was very well done? Yeah, I probably would. Would I drive that around happily? Yes, I would. Um, <laughs> which is probably embarrassing, but yeah, yeah, I I rate no, Herbie. No, fabulous. I, and part of that that whole thing was that it was the underdog. You know, all through the yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was looked down on and poo-pooed. And, 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 like all my cars, David. Like oh, every single one of them. Indeed, and mine. <laughs> all underdog. And Matty J's too. You know, yeah. we're, we're the underdog champions. Yeah. LTD, doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no exotic. I've got, you know, a, a nine, eight-seater Tarago and an LTD and David Honda Scamp, and these are all underdog cars that exactly. are... They're given a new life. We're like the pound, like the RSPCA for cars. We are. RSPCA. 
PC. <laughs> I really like um there are heaps and heaps of cars from the Bond movies that, that spring to mind with me. Yeah. And my absolute favourite would have to be the two C V. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. only. And yeah, um I sure. think they're on the island of Corsica, I think. Um and they drive and, down the um drive down the side of the Yes, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Hill. The um and there was a limited edition James Bond edition available in the UK that had the fake bullet holes across the back window. And, wow. and um, that's bad. That, <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't want one of those. Out. Sorry? I don't want one of those. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I was in Scotland about three or four years ago and we were staying at Falkirk, which is a little town between um, Edinburgh and Glasgow. And um, not much happens in Falkirk, uh, <laughs> aside from the wheel. Uh, but they did have a car museum. I thought, woohoo! And, and their big feature thing was cars from the Bond movies. Oh, so really? we go out to this place, and it's in the one building, and half of it's the car museum, and half of it's a funeral home. What? What? Same, same <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> true story. Like, I don't see the. Maybe the old guys that were dying had classic cars, and the museum just, they just pushed them, them inside. Anyway, I walked in and they had one of these yellow two CVs from the movie, from the limited edition yeah. cars. Kind of the That's bad. Thing. Life, That's life was complete at that point. It was, it was brilliant. But my kids also knew that I had it on, I had had it back on VHS, I think, back in the day, and we would play it and play it because that beautiful air cooled twin, and I can't forget the, the, the sound of the engine. But mm. um, I remember reading in a, in a British classic magazine, they actually had a transporter, so they had six or six or eight of these two CVs. And, and they were all identical, they were all yellow, but they all had the Diane engine in them, which I think was a... a bit bigger. Yeah, I think it was... Was it 1,200? Was it two 2CV two engines in it? I'm not sure oh, if it was the same capacity as the club but... engine. Um, uh, anyway, they, they had eight of them for the shooting of that movie and, you know, they rolled them down hills and they, you know, did all these different Amazing, things to yeah. them. And at the end of the movie... They all were still drivable, and they all drove them back onto the transporter to take them away. So that's that was that, that was their claim to fame that they um, that that they were all still actually functioning cars. But that's that's a great and again, it's the underdog. You know, they're being chased yeah. by the baddies in the five hundred four, black five hundred fours. Yes, oh, yeah, and, uh, down yeah. the side of this mountain and, and through that, and he, he couldn't change the gears, and she's showing you how to change the gears with the push pull. <laughs> yeah, with the push pull. What was the girl's name in that? What? Oh, it'll you... come to me. It'll come to me. Melina. Melina was that? Melina Havelock. Melina. Show me how to move this stick, Melina Havelock. I'm afraid we're being out horsepowered, Melina. That was one of the. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so good. It makes me want to go and watch it right now. Yeah, oh, you, you go and YouTube it at the end to see the car chase. It's brilliant. Yeah, right. brilliant. What about, what about Malcolm, the Australian film Malcolm we watched, Maddie, with the Honda yes, Z? Yes, I don't like talking about that yes. movie. You I, don't? I, no, I still haven't quite forgiven David and Nadia Tass for taking one of the last rust-free Z bodies, cutting it in half and throwing it in the Maribyrnong River. Oh. I think that's outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, it was very. It, it's become one of those cars you can actually say to people, "Oh, is it like the one in Malcolm? Have you seen Malcolm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those." Yeah, no, yeah, it's like that. 
like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah it helps yeah. identify what the hell is a Honda Z if people ask you. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Now, um, good movie, though. Great movie. No, that, that is a good movie. And I, I enjoyed um, seeing it split in half and like do all weird sort of stuff. I was like, oh, that, that, that is really cool. Yes. But see, oh, I like how you guys bring up, bring up the underdog cars because I, I think underdog cars in, in movies are, uh, you know, like you're right, they are the unsung heroes of, of the films. And um, and I'll bring one up for the um, for the FNF uh, fans on the other Fast and Furious fans. Now, they've always got these massively powered supers and stuff. But in, I think it was, oh, was it seven or it was one of them anyway, um, they had a. They had all these muscle cars and they had a Ford Escort, uh, like a Mark 1 Escort RS 1600. And it was the car yes, that... Yes. And, and I'm like, that that for me was... That's like one of my favourite cars in... in, in respect. In, in that's that. respect. So yeah. like, yeah, they, that, that's cool. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, I mean, from, I, like, I like just going back to Bond for a second, the nod in like Skyfall to the old... DB5, yeah, you know, because they don't want to be tracked or traced or anything, and they they just get in the old DB5 that doesn't have any of that technology. Right, we're going off grid, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're we're fueled by air and petrol and spark, and that's it. And we're not worrying about all this new tech stuff. We're kind of yeah. back, the whole movie was sort of back to basics in yeah. a way, and back to his old childhood home. And I really like that connotation of a car being. Oh God, we talk ourselves into needing all this technology and stuff, and you know what? No, we don't. Mm, <laughs> and the old exactly. and the old DB5 still produced the goods with all the guns and stuff. And yeah, I mean, exactly. Or James, who who does the movie show that um, the Tuesday Review, he, he he took his dad to watch it, and because his dad's got, I mean, his dad's come on the he's show. A, he's a big car guy, James's dad. He's a oh. massive car guy, and. Um, Every time in a in a in a, movie, in a movie when the car gets blown up, he's like, "No!" And he and when the when the DB five got destroyed, he's like, "No!" <laughs> James was like, he was in the cinema and it was audible. Him just going, "No!" <laughs> 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 oh, so well, yeah, Aston Martin are re- rebuilding them. I think they're available to buy now again. Someone, someone, I read somewhere I read they're doing a batch or something of those. Yes, yep, yeah. and they're. Three million dollars each. Oh, stupid money! Like insane something, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something crazy. Um, Ferris yeah, Bueller's Day Off comes to mind from the eighties. Oh yes, yes, yeah. The Ferrari two fifty GT California, whatever. That's a, that's very much the star of that. Hardly um, an underdog car, but no, you're right. Hardly exactly. Hardly an underdog car. <laughs> He's very quite much the star of that movie. Um, what about uh, Matty J? The uh, the big steel that oh, I showed yes. you with the with the Cedric. Cedric, yeah. Love the Cedric. Cedric's such you know, a good car. Again, most 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 people worldwide, but in particular most Australians wouldn't know what a Nissan Cedric even is. Yeah. Um and the fact that that whole film revolves around this bloody Cedric <laughs> is quite funny in itself. Just the dad when he's when he's funds that he sold the car, he walks out to the to the back of the where the train line is and you just see him just screaming. Screaming, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, and the neighbours like everything all right, Desmond. And the wife goes, "Oh, we just stood on that patch of prickles again." Oh yeah, I know how that can hurt. You know, just, <laughs> just so random. Uh, so random. Uh, uh, of course, the original uh, Italian. Oh, the original Italian uh, oh. again the other night. Yes, uh, yeah. what a great film. And the best. I'll, I'll continue to yeah, say. Yeah, I agree. And the best. I mean, the minis were very much, obviously, the star, which is fantastic. But there were a lot of cars surrounding, because it was oh. 60, you know, 
everything yeah. that you see on that screen is a classic now. The buses, Absolutely. the cars, the trucks, everything. Absolutely. Those magnificent, so many, I mean, so many feed 500s, but the 850s and the 124s and yeah. the oh, it's, yeah. it's just, there's so much to look at in that movie. It's brilliant. And the yeah. Dino Coupes, um, there was one actually at Highball a um, couple, of, couple of Highballs ago when we had Highball meetings, yeah. uh, and there was a Dino Coupe at that. Oh, beautiful, beautiful car. Yeah. Oh, and, of course, the Lamborghini Miura at the start. Yeah, indeed, yes, it came to a sticky end. Yes, pretty card. Pretty, um, your card, pretty. <laughs> take off his glasses. Yeah, your card. <laughs> um, yeah, that that came unstuck fairly early on, but um, yeah, even the um, you know trucks and stuff, like everything is just like sixties. It's like, oh, this is all collectible. I love it. And those beautiful Julia police cars, Alfa Romeo Julia. Oh yeah, it's, kind of a, it's it's a crime to even have them as police cars, but. They know, seem to be pretty and nice to be boring green Italian cop cars. Exactly, Cabernetti. Yes. Um, have you guys ever seen That's the cool. uh, the Chinese film Motorway? No, no, I have not. So it's a it's a movie from about well, probably eight or nine years ago now. Um, but I remember when it came out, and I watched it with James. Great, it's a great film. It's 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 really awesome. Uh, it's it's got some really good um Chinese actors in there and stuff and. But in, in the film, the baddies have a getaway car and it's an old, uh, like an old 180SX Nissan, like it's just an old bucket that's just had it. Um, and it's the getaway car and, and everyone's like, oh, it's, it's, it's underpowered, it won't get away from anybody else. But the way the guy drives it, he, get, he gets it out of the, um, out of the cop chase. And, and, mm. um, and it's, it's, it's actually, it's, it's got some really good car scenes in there. And, and for me, that, that's one of that's like, that's an underdog car in that film because it's, um, yeah. Uh, you know, it was the car that was like, well, you know, everybody, everything would catch your mum's camera could catch one of those these days. Uh, it's still, it still managed to get away, and I thought that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, definitely one that you guys should watch. It's it's uh, it's a it's a good flick. Um, have you yeah. ever seen an American film, Matt, from the oh, David? You might have seen it from the eighties, Licensed to Drive. No, with no. Corey. Corey, you know, there were two Corys who were big back then. Corey Feldman and Corey Hayne were sort of um, very of the moment, 80s child kind of actors. And, um, yeah, Licence to Drive. You'd like it, Matty J, I think, because it's got an E28 Beamer in it. It's like got those. a big engine in it. And it's got a, a David uh, Prince. It's got a Golf Rabbit convertible in it nice. um, at the end. So there's, yeah, it's all about this kid and he's sort of, you know, he's just got his license and he borrows his dad's car and all this terrible stuff happens and he has to come clean as to what he's done and along those lines. But, yeah, a quirky American film that's centred a bit around car stuff. Speaking uh, of quirky American films with cars that spring to mind, did you either of you see a movie called Oh God with um, no. John Denver? No. And George Burns played God. And, right. Um, John Denver was a supermarket manager and he drove an AMC Pacer. <laughs> like the Wayne's World. Wayne's World, yeah. Yeah. And um, there's, a, there's a great scene in that where George Burns only appears to him. No one else can see George Burns, but George Burns plays God in the movie. And he's talking about uh, the things he got wrong, like the, the seeds in avocados being too big. And, um, <laughs> and, and um, um, John Denver's character, the character he's playing, you know, Give me a sign. How do I know this is real? Yeah, how do I know this is happening? Why would you talk to me? Well, you know, what what sort of sign do you want? He said, make it rain. He said, oh, okay. So we made it rain in the car. 
So it was a beautiful sunny day outside the car and he pulls up outside his house and opens the door and he's soaking wet. There's no one else in the car. And then he said, why did you make it rain in the car and not outside? He said, it was such a nice day. I didn't want to spoil everybody else's day. It was a very funny movie, but the, the pace of spring to mind. They were a real weirdo Orkin, car from the Orkin car. 70s. With one door longer pretty... than the other. Renault yeah. 16. Yeah. Oh, one say... door longer than the other. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is what I, I did hear that. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was about to say, correct me if I'm wrong. If, well, I was about to say what you, what you just said. Then, yeah. Why, but... why, why did they do that, though? What reason? Because the door on the, passenger, on, the, on the passenger side or the curb side was longer to make it easier to get in the back, in and out of the back seat. Oh, wow. This is like getting back to the Hyundai Veloster we're talking about, you know, with three doors. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's the Veloster before the Veloster. It's it's the OG yeah, Veloster. Before the Veloster, there was an... Well, they're both as ugly as each other, and I wouldn't own either of them. Ah, I mean, I don't mind a Pacer now, because I, I think they're such a quirky, weird car. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind one. I reckon they'd, they'd be a bit funny to, to own. Um, mm. well, the funny thing about those was they were so wide. They wanted, they wanted yeah. the Americans to do a small car, so it was shorter. It was almost like a sort of cube, literally a cube driving down the. It was as wide as it was long, pretty much, and it was yeah. just like this square driving down the road. But, um, Crazy. And, yeah, weird. I think they were like three on the floor or something, like the early Pacer, Valiant Pacer gearboxes. That was shocking. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that the build quality would have been fantastic. <laughs> would have been a, would have been a fun car. Would have been a weird car, but a fun car. Oh, you took my one for the Cedric, Ed, so I'm going to have to... Oh, sorry. sorry. That's all right. No worries. I'll, I'll forgive you for this one. Um, but again, that film was it was all about the Jag that Danny wanted, but yeah. really the sort of the hero car was the Cedric that, that came back at the end. And, you know, it's... um, Yeah, like Vinny, uh, his, his mate, um, Vinny, was his name? Vinny's, yeah, Monaro got featured yeah. in it. You know, so there was Monaro, Volvo... Jag, but really it was this underdog Cedric that was kind of the the hero. And you know, and you know what car saved him? An NA Fairlane from the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When he was when he was uh, walking nude with a with a Persian rug around him, uh, the guy pulled over in the NA Fairlane. Yeah, I remember that. Speaking of Pintaras, that was oh, and the, and, and was the new. Parents, the parents bought a Pinta, brand new Pintara. Yeah, exactly. Oh, We've come full circle. <laughs> I love it. And one of the best lines in that film is, you know, Pintara sounds Aboriginal to me. You don't think he's bought an Aboriginal's car, do you? And she, she's very concerned. So she, the mum yells out the window to the dad and says, Desmond, I'm not travelling to Port Campbell in an Aboriginal's car. They need all the cars they can get, all those long distances they have to drive. You know, she thinks... She thinks he's like stolen her car off the, an Aboriginal community that needs it. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, it's, a, it's a great film. That it's such a good film. Like, it's it's bloody awesome. That I, I, I yeah, really got a soft spot for the film. Um, Bond films have had some like you're, you're right, guys. They've had some really cool, and interesting cars. Um, but one car in particular. Uh, do you remember the? Uh, I'm not remembering it for the car. I'm more remembering it for the moment. When they made a mistake filming, where they put the Mustang through, like going into oh into, yes, yes, um, and it, it was, was actually like, the other way. Yeah, it was yeah. The wrong way. So, so what they did was they just turned the camera like that, and, yeah, and it looked like it came out the other way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, like um, it went up on two wheels, 
And so he was driving through a really narrow lane or something up on two wheels and when it entered the lane and when it came out of the lane, it was, it was on the opposite two wheels. Like it was, um, yeah, he'd switched which two wheels he was on sort of thing. Oh, so bad. But, um, in, um, in Goldeneye, he drives, not, he drives his Z3, but he also drives a, I don't know what that is. It's like, it's like some, some sort of Russian just bucket, um, that he like whacks with that. Um, wax with a, uh, I think Felix Leiter wax it with a, with a spanner and gets it started, and it's kind of like a cool and funky little little ship box. <laughs> it's a really good car. Yeah. Uh, well, it is if you've got to whack with a hammer to start. He's good, I think. Yes. Uh, this this is this is very good. Very good. If uh, talk if with Bond films, you can't not talk about. You only live twice with um, the Sean Connery one with the Toyota 2000 GT convertible. Yeah, that's a very early Bond film. That's yeah. 1967. Great movie. Mm. Really bad makeup. I don't think Sean Connery was ever going to be, you know, passable off as a Japanese spy. But you know, we digress. <laughs> um, but the, of course, they, they only ever made two uh, convertibles. Um, with 2000 GTs because Sean Connery was too tall to fit in the original one. So that's why they cut the roof off them. Mm. Um, and so there's the convertibles exclusive to the movie. And there's one in the Toyota Museum in Japan. And Where's think, the other one? I think it's in an American collection, the Peterson collection, I think, in America. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but not surprising that they're in the flesh. They're tiny cars. They're, yeah. they're so petite. They're one of those cars that looks that is much smaller in the flesh than it actually looks. You see photos of it. It looks a long, sleek, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. It sort of looks like an E-type Jag, but... Of course, yeah. yeah. Sounds like it's much smaller. Beautiful car. And um, the the heads were done by Yamaha, Mm. um, and the the wood uh, dashboard and console was done by Yamaha as well from the piano department. Because Yamaha make pianos and, you know, experts in lacquering and finishing wood and all that sort of thing. And so they actually did the dashboards and the console in them as well. So it's all beautifully varnished and, you know, really deep luster, beautiful um, real wood dashes. Mm. It is quite an interesting car. I like the pop-up headlights on those. You know, they're they're, they're a little bit weird because they they look like they're kind of just, they're they're a light with just something like a touch on on the top. Have you ever seen when when they've been opened on those? They they don't seem like flush. But they, they've always kind of reminded me of, have you ever seen the movie um, Short Circuit? Johnny Five? No, I remember it. That sounds familiar, but I don't know that I have. Johnny Five is like a little robot, and it always reminds me of Johnny Five's eyes, and I'm like, that's what, that's what that car kind of looks like. <laughs> is it a bit like a VL Commodore where you don't get the full pop-up light? You no, just no, get no, no, they're full pop-up, but um, just the way the, way the, uh, the headlights look. Uh, you, you'll have to have a look at that after the show, but okay. yeah, yeah it, it actually with it, yeah, it's like a supplementary light that pops up. They've, they've got a round, a, a large round light either yeah, side and yeah. pop up yeah. above it. Um, I was at um, I was at a, a the Yokohama Classic Car Show about five years ago with with mm. a, a mate, uh, and um, there were all sorts of amazing things there. But there were five of these things lined up like next to each other. Mm. Um, and my mate's saying, oh, yeah, now this is, a, this is the update model here, you see. That's got a slightly different, you know, treatment around the front. End. And I'm just standing there going, there's five 2000 GTs in front of me. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. But, uh, but yeah, there, there, was, there was an update. There was a facelift during the, the, the run. So there's, there, there are two slightly different models. I, I'd have to have a close look to see which ones they were now. But, 
Um, yeah, very pretty car, very interesting, and of course worth a lot of money now. Oh yeah, huge million dollar car. That's one of those million dollar cars. Um, what would you guys prefer out of these two, the Starsky and Hutch Grand Torino or the Dukes of Hazard uh, Charger? Mm. The General Lee. Um, I think no, the Grand Torino. I think. Oh. Grand Torino, Edward? I think I'd go General Lee. General Lee? Well, I saw probably just actually about a year ago um, an actual Grand Torino, same same body stripe and everything, uh, driving in, in near Maribyrnong, near High Point. And I had to speed up just to get next to it. I'm like, this is the freaking coolest car ever. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> have you seen, Maddie, that film called Grand Torino with Clint Eastwood? I have, yes. Um, Did you like it? I did. That's actually a very lovely car in that film. That's a beautiful yeah. car. Um, have you seen that, David? Grand Torino? I can't say I have. No, I know the movie. Is it a dark green car? Dark yeah, green. The turquoise yeah. sort of colour, I think. Yeah, I think it's a big block 427 it had, I think, in there. Um, or 428 Cobra Jet. It was, it was, a big, yeah. it was, it was like top, top spec of, of its time. But yeah, beautiful oh, car. I enjoyed that film. That was quite good. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, was very on good. The on the list. Someone said to me the other day, have I seen that? I said, no, I must sit down. You'd think I had time on my hands at the moment, wouldn't you? <laughs> you'd think, David, you'd think. <laughs> what about um, the Karate Kid? When Mr. Oh, Miyagi gives him a choice of cars. What, nice, does he, what does he drive? Mr. Miyagi gave him, I think it was a 30-something Ford, I think a convertible. Oh, the old, real old. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It's the cars in the background in that movie that make my heart beat a little faster. Yes. <laughs> there's some. There's a, a nice uh, S600 or S800, I think, uh, in a couple of scenes. I think that's the neighbour's car or something. You see that quite a bit parked oh, in the background. Um, haven't seen the movie for a while, but... No, uh, I, need to, I need to re-watch that and pay attention more to the cars in the background. You guys need to re-watch it, but then you also need to watch the, uh, the modern-day series of that, the same actors, Cobra Kai. Oh, it's, okay. It's the best TV show I've ever watched. It's fantastic. It's really, it's, it's awesome. If no, you want a nostalgia, if you want a nostalgia trip, if you want, um, you know, it's the same actors. It's you know uh, Ralph Macchio and William Zabka, the guys that played, um, uh, obviously Johnny Lawrence, the bad guy, and um, and um, uh, what's it called Daniel Larusso, you know, um, which who was the Karate Kid. They, they um, Cobra Kai. Uh, it's fantastic. Every episode's about half an hour. It's two seasons. Um, they're about they're going to release their third season next year, but it's it like the reviews are awesome. And I was a bit skeptical at first. James told me to watch it. I watched it. I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Um, uh, is Mr. Miyagi dead now? The original? He is. Pamarita died. Yeah, he passed away. Um, uh, which is a little bit sad. But um, it's funny though that actual car in um that he got that he got given in. The Karate Kid, he still he still has it today, Ralph Macchio, and he, and, he, and it's part of the show, and it's it's oh, all wow. it's awesome to watch Does him. He actually car. own it, or it's yeah. just in the Cobra show. I, I believe he actually owns it. Yeah, I believe he actually owns that car. Um, in real life. In real life, yeah. So, wow. um, so yeah, I, I thought that was always kind of like a you know like a, a cool guy. I always remember when in, in driving, I was like bonsai, bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it goes and picks up Ali with an Ali with an I for for a date. Um, so yeah, 
Okay. I thought that was put it on the list. Put it on the list. But, but in that in that in that movie, it had some like real real cool eighties cars. It had like um had like I think some E thirties and it had some like you know uh, Mark one or two Golfs. Um, I had some real like eighties nostalgia cars. So again, David would be like, "Oh, this is this is my time." Yeah. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Uh, but yeah, definitely got to get up to Cobra Kai. Um, it, it, it's awesome. It's 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 a really good show. Um, okay, have a look at that. Uh, what about um, the Blues Brothers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they just had their ex cop car, like my ex cop Pajero. They had an ex cop. <laughs> Pretty similar. Uh, we had to bring the Pajero in again. Well, when we're talking ex cop, David, that's how I roll. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Blues Brothers. What was that car though? It's a, is it a Ford something? No, I th- it's a. I think I thought it was a Dodge Monaco. I think it was. Let me let me double check that. I really don't yeah. know my American car. Dodge Monaco. Yeah, it is Dodge Monaco. Yep. Um, okay. 1974 Dodge Monaco. Um, it's got the it's got the Ram bars like on the front, you know. It does. Bumper yeah. Um, Jake. Okay. Jake and Elwood. But what other cars are in that? Oh, there's a few car chases in that film, aren't there? there I'd need to watch it again and pay attention. Uh, Cannibal Run had some had some interesting. Oh cars. yes, that's with John Candy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many of those did they make? There was like five or six or seven or something of oh, those things. Heaps. And they yeah. had like limos and Lambos and everything in between. There was an ambulance, I think. Um, yeah. We what should do a cannibal run. Is that illegal? <laughs> I think it probably is. Um, another good one for me was when I saw the movie Baby Driver, the WRX at the start. Oh, you'd love that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was pretty cool. That, Baby Driver. Yeah. Um, thought thought that was that was pretty well done. Some of the some of the driving scenes in that were were, were pretty good. Um, John Wick. John Wick's got, he drives some cool cars in, in the in John Wick movies. Um, I haven't seen it. But Boss, Four, Boss 429, um, which is his, his car, and gets stolen, and he goes on a revenge mission to get it back. Um, <laughs> but but he, yeah, he drives some interesting cars throughout throughout that throughout that series. What other movies from you guys on your list would you would you have? Oh, there's so many incidental little ones. I'm trying to think of any big ones. Well, for me, for me, another big one. You guys ever seen Rush Hour with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker? I don't think I have. No, I haven't seen that one. Well, what about? Um, you need to go to the movies more. <laughs> yeah, Chris, exactly. Chris Tucker drives a, uh, I think it's a C, C three Corvette convertible, so, yeah. um, and it's 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 just part of the movie. Like he, he's like he's he's a cop and he's and he's driving the most conspicuous car ever. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go undercover in that. So, are, there, um, are there any Mercs that feature? Oh, like Beverly Hills Cop, you know, um, the red Merc features on the D- video cover, you know, on the DVD cover or whatever that, and, and Axel's friend drives it. He doesn't drive it, but his friend in the movie drives it. Jenny Summers. Um, Jenny Summers. Jenny Summers. But are there any Mercs that feature as the main hero cars? The main hero car? That's a good, that's a good question. Because I know in Russia they had a... A Princess Diana car that that the girl got abducted oh, in. Yes, yes. Uh, Princess Diana yeah. um, S class. W one forty S class. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, there's billions of W one two three 
taxis in films yeah. in, over the years, European taxis, they'd, they'd be everywhere. Speaking of taxi, though, um, in the original one, they had, he was getting chased by, I believe, 500 EW124s. Ooh, hello. We 500 got, um, of them. 500 Yeah, it's the second bank robbery. He's getting chased by like two legit Mercedes-Benz W124 500Es. And, oh, uh, he's going to have to drive pretty quick to outrun those puppies. Well, he's got his, uh, his little Peugeot 406. Oh, uh, please. So, but it's it's a bit of a beast in this movie. But um, but yeah. Oh, Ronan, of course, Ronan with the Mercedes. We've talked about that before. The the, oh. the four fifty SEL six point nine. Nine. Yes. Ooh, that's a lot of liters of Merc engine. I think that movie is more um, about the cars that get destroyed along the way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's a few pretty bit. substantial car chases in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great when it came out. I loved that. But yeah, I know, I know it. <laughs> If you like um, a W124, which I know you do, you got to watch the uh, the original Taxi from 1998 because it's got some W124 500Es, and you, you'd, you'd appreciate those giving giving chase. I'll put that on the list too. Um, what about the, um, a little known car called the DeLorean DMC? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that yeah. one before. But don't know what yeah. about. <laughs> a little DeLorean, yeah. That that had a minor role in Just a, a minor uh, role. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very I, I believe it had to go uh, 28 kilometers. Ask David, ask David, how fast did it have to go before it could time travel, the DeLorean? Ooh. Wasn't it 72 or 78? 88 miles an hour. 88. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, 88 we just had that in a, um, uh, in a car quiz we did the other night. And, um, yeah, that's why it was on the top of my... Marty, top Marty. Of my Great stuff, Marty. <laughs> well, 1.21 gigawatts, gigawatts. <laughs> the only thing that can generate that sort of power is a bolt of lightning. And unfortunately, it's random. You never know when it's going to strike. Well, Doc, I, I think I can help you with that. I like to, in that, that too, when he, when he comes back in the first movie, uh, when he comes back to the present day and everything's changed, mm. um, and they open the garage and there's the black Hilux. Hilux, yeah. I was just about to say that. That, that for me, no, no. I mean, the DeLorean's cool, but the Hilux has to be the coolest car in that film. Like, it's, just, yeah, it's just so right. cool. And if Biff's just waxed it all up, ready for his trip up to the yeah, lake. Yeah, it's already huh? ready for his trip. <laughs> Here's your keys, Marty. He's like, whoa. There's a bright yellow uh, CVCC Civic hatch yeah. in, uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the town square scene originally. So oh, nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I saw uh, that. Yes. It reverses out of a car park. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It reverses right. out and drives off, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The other night. <laughs> in, in the second one, there's there's like flying Citroen DSs, I think, from memory. I think we yeah, discussed that. Yeah, before, yeah. yeah we've talked about oh, that before. They look like so, they're flying when they're standing still, though, those things. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but in the future, yeah, I love that the, the the most futuristic car they could get was a Citroen DS from 1955, and then they make it <laughs> Like, that tells you that car was ahead of its time. Well, yeah, absolutely. look what they did in RoboCop. They used Ford Tauruses back when the Taurus was new. Remember I was at Stillwell Ford working in the, it was late 80s when they first came out, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. In America, in America, no, yeah. No, no here, when they were new, sold new here. Oh, no, it was here. No, it, no, that was 90s. 90s. 90s, 90s, oh, 90s. Okay. 96, 97 maybe. 
Oh, that late? Really? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm sure I was at Store 14 Q doing some work that day and this mm. truckload arrived to these things and we everyone just looked at them and said, you've got to be kidding. You know, <laughs> just the ugliest looking bit of kit. Still and then a customer walked in, they were like, a brand new Taurus, isn't it beautiful? Beautiful. Aerodynamic. Yeah, why wouldn't you want one? You know, curves are in in the 90s, curves are in. Curves are in. <laughs> Not a straight line on the whole vehicle. Yeah. They were an interesting one. I owned one, Matty J, I owned one. See, David, he's owned every car pretty much, uh, known to man. The only Ford he has ever owned was a Taurus. I'm like, you, out of all the Fords you could have owned, you've owned a freaking Taurus. What is wrong with you, Edward? It wow. is true. It is true. I thought I knew you pretty well, Ed, but I did not know Well, that. I like to keep that surprising, is... David. Wow. I keep keep fresh. Gobsmacking on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> have I never told you that I once had a Ford Taurus? No. <laughs> I have not. You guys well, remember the movie um, <laughs> Liar Liar with Jim Carrey? Yes, I do. Yeah. He drives what? a R129 uh, oh, uh, 500SL, yeah. Um, yeah, because he's a lawyer. And, <laughs> you know, everyone drove those Pornstar um, Mercedes Benzes back then. So, yeah. Um, yeah this is uh, and I also thought it was such a cool car because it, it gets impounded and stuff after he's got like a million tickets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the glove box is like bulging <laughs> with tickets. <laughs> um, right. In the transporter, he uses a um, SEL W140, Edward, um, mm-hmm. 2002. Um, but wasn't it, there, there, there an A8 Audi too in that, wasn't there? Yeah, there, there was, the yeah. Yep. A8, yeah. Ronan had the S8 Audi. Okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. They're pretty awesome bits of kit. I'd be yeah. very nervous about owning one, personally. Very nervous about very having any sort of Volkswagen outside warranty. <laughs> a friend of mine's good we, uh, David, we'd be very nervous about that, wouldn't we? We would. We would. I'll just pat my brow now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, some of us aren't doing that much mileage of late. Lucky. Yes, it's hard to have a warranty claim when the car's not going anywhere. So, yeah. A friend of mine's got a, uh, a V10-powered Audi A8. Um, oh, wow. It's, 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 the, it's the motor out of the Lamborghini um, Gallardo, I think it is. Yeah. And um, basically, he's like anything that goes wrong in that car, just <laughs> it's just so expensive. And I'm like, I'm like, why do you have it? He's like, because when it works, it's awesome to drive. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt you. Um, but he's got yes. to replace the steering rack in it. It's, it's done like for the other eleven months of the year. Um, yeah, it would be distressing, I'd imagine, on yeah. every well, level. I saw a great um, my. Um, my son-in-law to be, who lives in Scotland, was sending me messages about cars he was looking at buying. And he said, "I'd really love to be brave enough to buy one of these." And it was a Volkswagen Phaeton, which was the Volkswagen <laughs> version of that. Um, yeah, that, that was eight hundred pounds or something. They were eight hundred or nine hundred pounds. Absolutely cheap. worth nothing. Yeah, worth um, yeah. But then he, he also sent me this link. He said, but this puts me off it. And it was this guy that had chronicled his ownership of his Phaeton. 
you know, that he thought was a bar. He'd paid like three or four thousand quid for this car, yeah, and he just yeah. chronicled the, the the three years that he owned it, and he'd spent something like another twenty four and a half thousand pounds. You know, everything, all the things that were wrong, and and he said it's become a bit of a joke now because it's cost me so much money to try and keep this thing on the road that I'm just going to keep spending money on it. You know, like I've totally lost all the money that I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so far into it now. Every, every time I get it fixed, I think, well, that must be it. That's the last thing to do, you know, and then no, oh. something else goes on it. Oh. But, um, but yeah, that would be, that would be scary. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when the Phaetons came out, we never got them here, um, but oh. I remember watching some reviews on them, they were like superly overdone. Like they were, they were pretty out there. Um, yep. I think they had a W, was it a W12 or? 12, yep. Yeah, yeah, that sounds um, right. Yeah, uh, just a, again, just an overly crazily technologically insane car. Um, but mm. I remember back then, because um, I saw it at Top Gear, I'm like, I'm like, if one thing goes wrong in that car, that <laughs> <laughs> have fun, good luck. Um, yeah, what's, what's the biggest problem? Um... Sorry, Sorry go, 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 go. Oh, I was going to say, in some ways, you'd probably be better off spending well, more, a bit more, but they're, they're, they're actually not horrible value. The Bentley Flying Spur, which is oh, the, yeah. basically the Bentley version of that car yeah. uh, with the same W12, same running gear and everything. But I don't know whether they're a bit better engineered, but they're certainly, you don't hear the problems that they have with the, the fame. But, what uh, was the actually, biggest Volkswagen we ever got here in terms of a big luxury sedan Volkswagen? Um, I'd say they're still selling it now, the Arteon, because like that's that's a big, it's quite a long yeah. car. Yeah, that's um, true. Yep. Like uh, that's that's bigger than Passat and more luxurious. Than that. Did we have anything prior to the Arteon in big Volkswagen? I don't think we did. Uh, I don't think we did either. No, there, there was a bigger car than the Passat called the Santana, but we never got that here. Got the Sultana. No, we don't Sultana. like the Sultana. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the uh, there, there was a W8 version of the Passat for a while. Yeah, there was. W8. Um, again, and there was a Clareg V10 um, yep. as well. Yes. Whatever they call I forget what they called that, 50-something. And a 5 in the name of it. Yeah, you wouldn't want one of those now. Mm -mm. No. And they were the same... Um, they were the same um, platform as the KN and the Q7, Seven, I think. Yeah. Is that it? So I think we've covered all, all, all bases, unless there's anything else you guys want to add into it for tonight? Um, no, I think I'm done. No, no quiz this week? Um, oh. No quiz this week, but... <laughs> I forgot about the quiz. Um, oh, did you? You forgot about the quiz, did you? Yeah. I wanted to do the quiz uh, this week, but I've I've been very very um, inundated with my students' work. Busy so with work. It's been yeah. a little bit yeah. busy. You can't win this week, David. You'll just have to wait. That's all right, okay. David. I'll give I'll give you the win anyway because obviously you know you're you, you've come on the show and. Um... <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm not winning like that. Thanks very much. <laughs> you got you got to win by default. It's it's it's, it's how it works. <laughs> oh. no. There'll be another day, another quiz. Yes, there Always will be. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, You're Matthew. been most enjoyable. It's always good Great to see um, Like and share our Facebook page is Car Talk, T-O-R-Q-E with Matty J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, 
get all up on Chat Engine, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Check out our merch. Like and like and buy our merch because it supports the show because we give you all free content. We don't have a Patreon or anything like that. We give all this free content. We just edit and do it all ourselves. So um, again, you know, we do it because we love it and um, supporting the show would, would be a good help. So um, check out our Teespring store, Car Talk store on Teespring. Uh, links on our Facebook page as well. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Matt. See you guys next time. Take it easy. Thanks again. Bye.